and welcome to the second season of the Yamcast, where we help young adults navigate this world and assist anyone in starting a young adult ministry. We do this by going through some books of the Bible that we are currently going through with our own young adult group. I am one of your hosts, Erica Haas. And I'm the other host, Chris Stukenberg. We love to guide this age group through life and their faith. And this season, we're actually going to cover the book of Ruth. Uh-huh. And we're super excited about it. So if you'd like to know more, check us out at Instagram at the EMCast or Facebook at EMCastPod. Or you can email us at EMCastPod at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please share with your friends because we all know that sharing is caring. Subscribe, rate, and review on any of the podcast platforms. Hey, guys. We're going to do our monthly five. Yay! Are you ready? I'm so ready. Even though it feels like it was just yesterday. No, it felt like it was a month ago. <laughs> but I'm super proud of us. Four months in a row. I know. We've been doing a pretty good job. High five. Air five. Social distance. Social distance high five. All right. So what are we reading? Great question. <laughs> this is going great. This is going great. It's a common thing Chris says when things are going This not is great. going great. <laughs> it's actually from The Simpsons a long time ago. Oh, is it? It's Sorry. Fantastic. Oh, no, I don't mind giving credit where credit's due. Mm-hmm. It's a Homer, very sarcastic You're moment. You need to cut that throat clearage. No, it's, it's all part of the show now. It's all what it is. All right, what are you reading? Okay, so I've been quarantined because of COVID. So. I was given a few books by a friend, and so I've been slowly going through those because, to be honest, we all have these thoughts of getting through things when we're quarantined. The day just goes. I'm not sure what I ended up doing a lot of the time. Probably scrolling, watching things. Anyways, so she gave me uh, this book called Two by Two by Nicholas Sparks. I haven't read a Nicholas Sparks book in a while. It's a thicker Nicholas Sparks book. And it's also hard to read because their marriage in this is so dysfunctional. I feel like I'm learning what not to do in a marriage. Can I be honest with you? What? Every Nicholas Sparks book is terrible to read. No, they for, are not. For me. Well, keep, of keep course going. for you. Of keep course going. for you. This isn't, f- he's not writing them for you. Let's to take be a long walk with a girl who's going to die of cancer. <laughs> Did I just spoil it? It's a walk to remember. Sorry. Two by two. Um, but anyways, so I'm reading that right now. It's really just the book I read before I go to bed. I like to read just a novel that's kind of light and fluffy. It's not really light and fluffy because their marriage is horrible. So it's not about the arc? <laughs> Actually, the reason it's called Two by Two is because he reads this book to his daughter that talks about Two by Two, them going into the arc. So oh. it t- kind of does. I don't really know how that's going to play into the overall story yet, but we'll see how, how it ends. The other book I am going through is The Magnolia Story with Chip and Joanna Gaines. If it ends, two by two, if it ends with him drowning his wife. Wow. Dark. <laughs> All right, Magnolia Story, <laughs> Chip and Joanna Gaines. So that's just, I've only, I'm only a couple chapters into that one. But it's interesting because it's, I'm guessing a lot of people have read it. But she does a lot of the writing and then it's a different font when he like puts in his little like two cents. It's really Kind of funny and I don't endearing. Expect Chip to be so, a huge writer. He's definitely not, but he'll throw little things in, and just hearing how their relationship started is slightly comical. So it's yeah, it's been good so far. They are two of my favorite people. I do enjoy their like banter and whatnot. Yeah. We've never met, but I feel like we're best friends. I feel like a lot of people might say that about them. That's probably true. That's but that's probably how they got their show, really. But they're one of the rare reality show couples who. You actually love the whole time. 
Because mm-hmm. some of them you start to hate as that goes on, or they break up, and then it becomes just John, <laughs> or just Kate, plus the eight. Yeah. All right, I'm reading uh, two things. Well, I'm, no, I'm reading lots of things, but all the things I'm reading that I'm not done with from past episodes, I'm not going to bring those up every single episode. <laughs> I know, I have a lot of those too. <laughs> uh, I cracked open a book called Premill or Amill. Actually, it's called Premillennialism or Amillennialism by Feinberg. It's an old thing, but I'm preaching Revelation 19.20, so I'm just brushing up on that. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. And then I'm also cracking out an oldie but a goodie. I have been... Convicted by a number of podcasts that mention the divine conspiracy by Willard. And I read that like in college way back in the day. And I don't know that I grasped it based on how much everyone else thinks it's mind-blowing. So it might have been one of those classes that I read it because I had to. And, and you were like, get really out of my seriously. So I just circled back into that like it so far. Looking forward to getting all the way through it and seeing how I feel. But that's what I'm reading right now. Plus, of course, Bible books and commentaries and all the other ridiculous things that I read. Excited to hear about. Revelation 19 is Sunday. Yeah, we got that, and then we're moving into Colossians. Then I'm working on the Bible in a year next year. There's That'll be fun. There's a lot that's going to happen there. It's going to be good. So, And a sabbatical because... You need that. Why not? Well, yeah. I don't... Yeah, I probably do need it. That's why it's there. The wrinkles in my eyes say I do. James, the James, gray, gray hairs in your beard. James is nodding his head, and Erica just looks sorry for me, so... <laughs> So, Chris, what have you been watching these days? Have you been Do, doing a lot of watching? Uh, I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really watch anything. Here's part, okay, let me explain. I've said, last few times I've said I'm not watching a ton. I'm usually playing a video game on my phone. While they're watching. The reason why I haven't watched a ton is because everything is so off with COVID that my life is completely upside down. And what I mean by that is we sold our house right before COVID started. And then we moved into our, our friends have a cottage on their property that they were gracious enough to let us live there. Awesome place. But we, none of us had our own space. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't watch anything that I normally, like normally I close my wife's door in the morning on like a Friday morning and I'll watch a show, send the kids to school. I'll watch an episode or two of, of something. And then Heidi wakes up. Then we spend the whole day together. We haven't done that in, it seems like forever yeah. right now. So because of that, I've not had any moments where I'm able to watch a show without them just bursting in the room or whatever. And I love my kids. Don't I'm not saying that they're it's bad. But some of the shows that I would watch, I can't watch with them in the room. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say it's bad. It's just because I don't... Content. Yeah. It's adult. Yeah. Like we watch Marvel movies and stuff together and that's all great. But two of the shows that I watched recently or tried to watch, there was a night that the kids were gone. So... Uh, I popped this in while Heidi was watching something else. And then there was another night that everybody in the whole family was gone. So I watched. Have you ever watched Homecoming on Prime? I don't think so. Julia Roberts did the first season. It's it's a little mature, so I'm not necessarily recommending it on this podcast. But it is a unique concept where they're feeding troops a drug to teach them something. And it, it doesn't quite work the way you, you expect it to do. So the second season, I'm about halfway through it. Not sure how I feel about it, but it's there. The other one is called Undone. That is a mind-blowing show, and it is a, it's all animated. It is the most unique show. Again, a little bit of language, some heady concepts, like pretty dark in moments, but it's a, it's a pretty amazing concept that I watched again recently. Oh, okay. And I don't know what to make of it, but I'm just, it was interesting. So it's worth, it's worth a watch if you're not upset with language or 
potentially dark themes such as suicide or things like that. Mm-hmm. But it deals with like multiple universes and time travel and weird things. And I'm interested in those kind of things, but I'm not interested in the sense like, oh, I wish this was real. It's more of a, huh, interesting way to think about things. Then the two other things is uh, my kids were like the other night, we need to watch movies because Heidi left town for a few days. And she's like, my kids are like, let's watch movies that we, you saw when you were young. And I'm oh. like, okay, young, like how young? And so we watched Sahara with Matthew McConaughey. That is, yeah. Delightfully cute weird i mean his friend i feel like steals it it's just awesome. so funny so Great. stinking funny he blows the movie away also i didn't remember any of that stuff all i ever thought was that they were trying to find a, a boat full of gold i forgot about all the other stuff and were you thinking like, of fool's gold or were you thinking of- no i knew it was real <laughs> okay. gold from the civil war but i'm I, that's all i remembered is that they were going to go this place and find it in penelope cruise blah blah blah, mm-hmm. blah i did not realize all the other storylines, I felt for a while that they were just like cramming 30 things together to try to make a movie. So that's my that's my critic view of it now. And then my kids wanted to try Inception and they watched it and they were both like, I don't know what to think of that. I, I can imagine they'd be like, that hurts my head. What's but going on here? they both loved it. And they both just kind of said, that was incredible. They might be a little, my youngest might be a little young for it, but she, I kept telling her, okay, this is the scene that I'm a little nervous about. She's like, no, I'm fine. And so the biggest question that we kept talking to each other about afterward was what's reality and what's not. Mm-hmm. And that's the question of the whole movie. And it was really, it's solid. So it's, it's worth that. What are you watching? So <clears throat> when we, so yeah, I was in a quarantine. And the last time I was in a quarantine, I watched a ton of seasons of Survivor. And I remember talking to you about how I watched so many seasons of Survivor. And you were like, you really need to watch like the true Survivor show yes. alone. Yes. And I was like, I've never heard of this. Then we found season six, which we should not have started with, but we did. <laughs> we started with season six because it was on Netflix. <clears throat> but they're Sorry. not building on each other, so it's not that no. Big of a deal. But it's like, because we we've um we're we've almost watched them all. Like we're halfway <laughs> through season five. We've already watched one, two, three, and four, and we are caught up on seven that's on right now. And we've watched six, so we've almost watched them all. Yep. But season six, like when you go back to season one, a lot of them like don't really even know what they're doing. Like, no. a lot of them leave in the first week. It was so crazy. Whereas yep. season six, and, like, season six is cold, and they're out there for a long time, and people have to, like, be medically, they, they like, the medics are the ones that are like, you got to come out. It's right. too hard. Whereas when we were going through, I don't, was it season two? Or th- I don't remember. One of the seasons was the first time that somebody medically had to be taken out. And yes. so it was, like, Yep. This hasn't been done before, but like we started with six. So it just was hard because we started with six, which they're like very experienced people. But it is so good. Um, yeah, it's just crazy That's watching good. what they can do. And then, of course, I'm sitting there like, oh, my gosh, you're giving up already? And I'm like, I wouldn't have survived at all a day, a couple of hours. Right. I would have just sat on the beach being like right. throwing rocks into the water. Like I wouldn't have been able to do anything. But Sometimes I'm like, we're, me and my mom are judging them like so hardcore. It's so funny. My favorite is the big African-American guy who's super <laughs> tough and then he leaves on the first day because of the I, bears. Yes, I know. <laughs> and then I'm like, I remember laughing and I'm like, oh, big tough man. And then I'm like, you know, if I were left on a beach with a bunch of bears, I don't think I would make it past a couple hours. So Almost everyone I've noticed that has come in contact with bears on those first couple of days, they they leave. It's scary. They end up, they're like, I can't do that, which I, yeah, I, mm. <laughs> They're like, I can't, 
I can't do this. So yeah, it's very interesting. We also, yeah, I also just finished the second season of, of Umbrella Academy, which we talked about a little bit before this, but just I need to probably go rewatch all of them again because there's so much. There's time traveling, there's superheroes, there's lots of different things, but um, I really enjoyed it. They're very, the first season and second season are very similar in what they do. Just one is like, you know, 50 years earlier. And so I'm hoping that with whatever they do with season three, that which I think it will be very different. So I'm hoping that happens. And then also, you know, we just, the last two days, watched the Pride and Prejudice miniseries. <laughs> I love Pride and Prejudice. It's so great. And then today we just watched the Pride and Prejudice Kira Knightley movie. But. Anywho, that sounds so delightful. Fun things you can have on the background. I will take really both of the but. other things you recommend. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't take that one. I would like to. Wear I it. love Pride and Prejudice. I watch my Pride and Prejudice movies. with a blindfold and headphones. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're ridiculous. But also, yeah, not written for men. So I totally understand. Oh. Uh-huh. I'm not I'm not the target audience. Shut up. That makes so much more sense now. Anyways. All right. What are you learning? Uh so I've been learning over the last few weeks that I need to give myself grace. That things that it's not always my fault. I felt when I got when I was positive with COVID, I kind of felt really bad that I wasn't more careful with how I was around people before that and and different things. And one of my friends was like stop that. Like she basically was yelling at me like, you need to stop doing that. That is not okay. Give yourself grace. You didn't know anything. You didn't really know. And it's not your fault. And just realizing that things are like, I'm not in control. And I, yeah, like if something happens, then you deal with it and you move on and you don't need to carry that with you. Like that's not what you're meant to do. So just, yeah, especially just with, even with COVID, just, it's a lot of a learning experience. So giving myself grace when I need to and moving on when I need to, forgiving myself when I need to, and, yeah, calling it a day. And I don't know that our podcast listeners know that, do they? Well, I... I, I know you posted some things, but I don't know, yeah. if, it, I don't know if everyone follows Instas. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Facebook. But, yeah, that's why we took a two-week hiatus. Which I appreciate you trying to fall on the sword there. Part of the reason why we took a hiatus, what, granted, yes, it had to do with COVID, and I'm glad that you're doing better. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you're feeling great. It also happened to fall at the perfect time because yes, we bought a house, you were moving. moved, tore a house apart, put a house back together, and there's a lot going on at work. So it, it worked out great, but that's why we had a, a bit of a hiatus. Yeah. It wasn't because of something else. We just yeah. needed a break. So yeah, I on Insta, I had done a story to kind of let everybody know that, but yeah. And it, that's also on Facebook, but yeah, if people don't end up following those things, they don't necessarily know that. Okay. So... So yeah, giving myself grace. What about you? What are you learning? I am learning that I'm ill-equipped to do a demon project. <laughs> oh, I feel like all the college students are like, amen. No, I would love to go back and do a college project all over again. I just, I'm, I'm learning a lot about what that final project's gonna look like. I appreciate that my school is as robust and thorough as they are they haven't always been as robust and thorough so some of those people who told me take the demon it's like an easy it's just an easy degree they're liars now and and i think it's gonna be better for me having done this because i'm gonna be a better person when i'm done with it all because i will learn how to rethink about things but i'm not cut out for this so that's a doctorate in ministry yeah demon is? isn't a 
person inside of me. Uh, <laughs> I've always found it weird that like the 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 highest degree a pastor can receive is it's called a demon. A demon. Oh, and that's like, too funny. You got have a you have a demon? I'm like, no, I have a de- D demon. Min dot. Doctorative ministry is a, is akin to like an MD. It's the same type of degree. It's a research based um practical degree. So it's not a PhD. It's a step below. It'd be similar to a lawyer when they when a lawyer finishes law school, you receive a juris doctorate, so you're able to practice mm. law in a certain way. Or an MD is a medical doctorate. It means you've received the highest honor you can get in the practice of your field, but you don't have a PhD. So you could end up with a MD and a, and a PhD if you did a research project on the side. Sorry, way more boring than people. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody cares. But doctorate of ministry is basically the highest possible degree a pastor can receive, uh, and then a PhD would be a research degree that goes along with it to become a professor or skilled at whatever. So there's a lot of pastors who have PhDs, and that's great. I don't know if I'm ever going to pursue one, but doctorate of ministry is it. And I'm learning I'm not, I'm not cut out for this. <laughs> It'll be good for me. It'll teach me a new skill. But I'm, I'm not cut out for it. It's understandable. So, what are you listening to, Christopher? You listening to lots of good things these days? No, I'm listening to the Cubs. Oh yeah! <laughs> Isn't that so great? It feels like that's not real. Uh, it's so awesome. Do you? So when you've been, because I'm guessing you've watched them. Oh, also, of course. Right? Do you like? I should have put that on my watching. I do guess. you like the um, the crowd noise that they put in? No. It's all dumb. I know, isn't it weird? That's dumb. But I I totally appreciate being able to listen to baseball again. Mm-hmm. When I'm driving the the vehicles back and forth between the house and the house we're moving from and ah, just being able to listen to baseball makes me the world feel like it's normal again. And the fact that the Cubs are so stinking good. They've been doing well. Is a good thing. Who's a, who's a new person on the squad? Squad? Team? Sure. sure. <laughs> I am a sports person. But that just sounded really yeah. like I was not a sports person. Yeah, even someone saying I'm a sports person <laughs> suggests that you're not a sports person. Like I am. Uh, Anyways. What do you mean? Like who – because was Kipnis there before? No. Because he's – so he's new. He used to play is for he... the Indians. They played each other in the World Series. He lost the World Series and it came to the Cubs. No, Kipnis is – Is he kind of the only – No, there's a few. They they grabbed a – they have a much bigger roster than they normally would have. So there's a few players. Is that because of – COVID. COVID? Mm-hmm. And like l- smaller – Games and whatever. Or sh- yeah, they just finished five games in three days against the Cardinals. That's crazy. Two doubleheaders. So a doubleheader, solo game, doubleheader. All the doubleheaders are seven innings long because the Cardinals, a bunch of them tested positive for COVID. Mm. So what they did was they they actually played a home – the Cubs played a home game in the morning doubleheader or the early afternoon doubleheader. And in the evening, the Cardinals were the home team playing in Wrigley Field. That's so crazy. It was weird. I mean, it's – and you can really do that because it's like – you don't have fans. And no one cares. And it doesn't, yeah, like, because a lot of times with the home f- team, it's the fans that, you know, bring that atmosphere. But, yeah, it doesn't really matter because, yeah. Yeah, the Cubs have played some 20-something games, and the Cardinals have played, like, nine. I They're mean, that was what I was hearing. Behind. A lot of people were saying, like, you need things to happen at the right time, and you need no one to be testing positive on your team for COVID. They were kind of like, those are... Yep. You don't want injuries at the wrong time. You don't want, yeah. Correct. I mean, obviously that's every year, but 
even more so when you only have this many games. Every game truly counts. Right. So. What are you listening to? So I'm listening to the Hamilton soundtrack probably more than I should. I go to bed singing it in my head, and I wake up singing it in my head. Can you do a little Hamilton rap It's for ridiculous. Us? No. Oh. I would need the actual – I'm not that good where I would – can just, like, do it, but I, I would need the actual, you know, soundtrack to sing along to because I'm not that good. But I'm very much enjoying – I'm not doing it. Da, 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 um, have you watched it? Da, da, Did you watch da, it? Da, 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 I don't know what you're doing right now. That's what the king does. Oh, the king is phenomenal. When he does a little. <laughs> I have not watched the whole thing. I've listened to the soundtrack way too much because my kids make me uh, listen to it. I was going to say, you, you're not going to want to put that on. <laughs> That's not a good song to do. I also don't know. That's not the one you want to start I also with. don't know that we're allowed to. Yeah, we're probably not. Legally. So hopefully we don't get shot. I am not throwing away my shot. We'll do that part. (laughs) That's all I got. We'll cut that part out. But (laughs) also because we, you know, I I knew he was probably going to play the very first song, and I'm like, and he's they say the B word, and he actually cut two F words out to make it so they can go on Disney Plus. Yeah, two two of the three. Yeah, (laughs) because yeah, so I I've only watched it once, but. I've listened, yeah. I tried to listen to the soundtrack before when it was really big, but if you don't know the storyline, I just was like, I can't get into these songs. Yeah. But now that I know the storyline and, you know, whatever, I really enjoy the songs, so I kind of listen to them a lot. They're, like, really good to listen to when you're going for a walk or something, so. I think he's a genius. He does a very good job. I would be careful to let any Broadway show be the source of history learning for me. Oh, yeah, no. No. Uh, but I'm I'm more saying this to our next generation that we're speaking to. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of young adults and college students and high school students, whether you realize it or not, you are being shaped by what you're listening and watching. So then years from now, you're going to read a book on maybe Alexander Hamilton, for example, and you're going to be like, that's not how it went. That's not what, that's <laughs> not what Lynn showed me. And the whole time... <laughs> You're basing the reality on on a play. Now, that's not to say that Lynn didn't do his homework. He absolutely did. Oh, yes, he did. It is very thorough. I mean, it's based off of a a biography that Correct. this other guy wrote. But it's very even good. Then, Please yes, understand. Yeah. It's very good. I'm just saying. I was Wikipediaing a lot when I was, because I was like, did this happen? How did this happen? Like, yeah, just to figure out a lot I of I do that, that for almost everything I watch. If it's a real, if it's based on true events, then I'm Wikipediaing or reading news articles yeah. while I'm watching it to make sure that things line up or getting a better version of the story. I was doing that with The Last Dance, too, because I was like, because they jumped around so much with time. I was like, yeah. I'm so confused here. So I like, yeah, totally. just read what the yeah. actual timeline was so I could. Yeah. Because I was like, wait, he's playing baseball? Now he's back. And then he was here? And then he was, and I was yeah. confused. So. I did it for a walk to remember. <laughs> it was amazing. Shut up. <laughs> we, we You're just, ridiculous. We just went full circle there. Oh, I just got to say, Nicholas Sparks is not as historically accurate as he'd like to say he is. I don't think he Oh, he's does not saying history. He's not saying he is? No. what? Not at all. I mean, those cars in the 30s, they weren't even used. Stop. Ferris wheels did not go that high. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my word. And that, and that lady's house wasn't abandoned. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they say. So what are you listening to? <laughs> I already told you. Did Cubs. we? 
Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's all good. Sorry. What's on my heart? I was trying to remember. I was like, did we already do that? <laughs> what's on our heart, though? That's what we're talking about next. Oh, yeah. So what's on your heart? What's on my heart is uh, I never want to move again. I would I would understand that. There's a... I, I, no, I actually don't mind moving a ton, but I am tired of changing our address forms for different places. That would be really I'm tired annoying. of... Because we had to change to from a physical address to a P.O. box back to a physical address, and I don't think anybody's sending stuff right to us at this point. But I, I'm learning just... I want to get settled. I want to feel settled. I want to get to know my neighbors. I want to show Jesus to people in Peck. Uh, so, so maybe just wait a few years. Yeah, it's going to take time. But I, that's that's part of it. I'm just I'm a little annoyed with that. Heidi and I want to start flipping houses. Mm-hmm. But this house allows us to then eventually go buy another one and flip that one as opposed to move into it and flip it. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling good about it, but I'm I'm just... It, it kind of, in one sense, it makes me long to get settled. The other sense, it makes me long for a permanent settlement, which is what heaven's going to be someday. Yeah. So there's my Jesus Juke moment for us all. But the, <laughs> I'm, I, there are moments where I'm, we're unpacking things and I'm looking around and I love the house, but it, I'm like, man, we're going to feel like it's home right away when we enter our, our final resting place. And that's going to be really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Something I can't fully grasp here. So there's a sermon I'm sure there that that I'm I'm playing with, but I'm just I like it's a really cool idea that I'm just kind of playing with in my head. So All right, what do you have on your heart? So I mean, as we talked about the virus, I was, you know, I tested What virus? Test positive for the COVID. Oh, COVID. The corona. Um and I am not usually an anxious person. I'm not really a paranoid person unless I'm walking around late at night by myself. Then I get a little paranoid. Wait, why are you walking around by yourself Just late at night? When that happens from time to time. It's dark. I get paranoid. Plan better, Erica. Okay. Um, be home by seven. So, but having it once kind of and like knowing how my symptoms started, it makes me kind of become nervous like it started out as a cold and so when I have these little things that start I'm like do I have it again and not necessarily that I care that I have it because I really don't I think I would be fine and I was fine but it's the am I going to pass it to people am I going to have to take time off of work that's really what would be annoying for me because that's 10 days like I only have five vacation days like I can't I don't have any other days like that so so I just anyways yeah definitely start to be like then I start to feel symptoms and I'm like, or is that just my anxiety that's making those symptoms happen? Because that can be a thing too. So yeah, is it allergies? Is it a cold? Is it the Rona? Like I just, so it's just, that's been on my mind, especially just the last couple of days because I've started to get a scratchy throat like I did when I started. So then, and then people are like, oh, you can't get it again. And it's like, do we know that for sure? Like we've only been studying this for a few months. So just a lot of those things that I'm like, I don't, yeah, so just trying to, I'm still being cautious when I'm around people, staying six feet, um, be, trying to be outside instead of being indoors with people, wearing a mask, those sorts of things, but that's just kind of been a thing that's been on my heart the last couple of days of, like, kind of feeling anxious that I'm going to, and the reason that I'm feeling anxious is because my mother, I was cleared last Thursday, but she still has been having it and having a fever and stuff for a while. And I'm like, could I just re-catch it from her? I don't know. Like, those are all those things. So, and we're supposed to be starting school on Monday. And I don't really want to be taking, I don't want to have to take off work. Like, I've already had to do three weeks. So I'm like, I don't want to do that again. So those are, like, things that have been 
pressing on my heart that I've been just trying to like give back to him, to Jesus, because I'm like, I can't. As I said with what I'm learning, I'm not in control. I just need to let it be. So Yeah, you're not. And the good news is a lot of the things that we are learning about the virus, such as pre-symptomatic or asymptomatic people aren't passing it to other people. We don't have to be as nervous as we have been. Like, I think we've, we are freaking ourselves out based on some really old information, whereas as the scientific studies keep coming out, uh, there's some good news, a lot of good news. Mm-hmm. So I totally appreciate what you're saying. Ma, I'm glad you're better. Me too. We I'm were, glad I had mild, we were mild text, stuff. We were texting back and forth during that a little bit, and I was just grateful that it wasn't worse, grateful that your mom's not doing worse. Yeah, and she's on the up and up. everybody's going to be safe out there. But, yeah, it's good to have you back. Yeah, I had one, I had one time where my mom, I think she, she fell asleep on the couch, and I was, like, closing everything down for the night. And I was, like, not hearing her, like, when she was sleeping. And so I was, like, is she breathing? I don't know. I was, like, laying in bed. I was, like, freaking out. And I'm, like, <gasps> and so then I, like, opened my door, and I'm, like, peeking out. And she's like, looks at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, you're awake. Okay, good. Like, I just had, like, this smile. I was like, I've got to know now if she's okay. Otherwise, I'm going to be paranoid all night right. that my mother is... <laughs> Dead on the couch. Anyways, that was what was going through my mind. That was very dark. I kind of am a worst case scenario person a lot of the time. So, <sighs> oh, so I think of like I go down the rabbit trail of like, what would this be like? What would this be like? What would this be like? What? Yeah. So, Whoa. anyways, yeah. Welcome to my life. So why do you go outside after seven? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm just playing. So everybody, thanks for listening to this yeah, monthly, our monthly five. five. We are just loving August. this podcast. Almost Hopefully over. you're liking it too. Don't, enjoy chatting. Don't hesitate to reach out. Yeah. Talk, talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Yamcast. You can check us out at yamcast.podbean.com or on any other podcasting apps like iTunes. We would love it if you'd leave us a review that is any number between four and a half and five stars. If you have any questions that you'd like us to answer here on the podcast, you can email us at yamcastpod at gmail.com. That is yamcastpod at gmail.com. If you'd like more information about us, you can check us out at parkhillschurch.com or on the App Store with the Park Hills Church app. We are also on Instagram, so give us a follow at The Yamcast. (laughs) Can't handle you anymore. And go. Hey, everybody. We're about to do our monthly five. I think we should start over.